This is Colossus, and you're listening to The High Regard Show. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is The High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, don't get better than that. Nope, sir. The things we do for you listeners. Press buttons like a sausage-fingered freak. We don't listen to Tom talk enough. Oh, please. I got a hot mic here. And welcome, welcome, welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. A little more high energy than last week, I would say, when we were recovering from, you know, the yes, plague. Yes, yes, We were very sick, and now we're healthy, and we're world travelers now. Well, we're travelers of the north, but I mean, <laughs> that's about it, you know? Tally-ho. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we um, have quite the show for you today. We're starting this, like, new, almost type web series i think eventually where we're gonna do these quick 24-hour trips out of new york to go somewhere else i mean you could do them from anywhere for crying out loud but it's more about like the timing of the trips because i feel like we got like these trips down to like a science almost yeah yeah like we're very we we get in quick and we get out quick and then we get home quick because anybody who's been listening to our show for a while knows that We've turned into homebodies. I mean, Tom was always a fan of his couch, uh-huh. but like we we like to be homebodies, but we also like to go see some things. So you get out and you get right back. Yeah, and I mean, you the cool thing about it is is that not everybody can take a week off to go on vacation, right? But anyone can get away for twenty four hours, right? Sure, sure. And I mean, like you might be able to take a week off, but like, can you really afford to go for seven days to someplace like? really cool or something like that like no so i think a lot of people like are looking for these mini breaks to kind of take full advantage where instead of taking one big vacation a year you could take a bunch of little mini breaks every couple months and feel like you're living life and you're getting away from you know the rat race yeah and you have something to look forward to like there's always something coming up as opposed to well in two years from now we get to take another vacation two years from now who the hell knows what's going to be happening two years from now like we started planning the ireland trip that we took in 2014 like three years before (laughs) so by the time it came we were just like oh my god like i honestly never thought that we were going to get to this point because you never believe like something that like you start because i'm a person that gets really excited really fast and for a really long time like i just get really like yeah woo woo and then it's like, oh, it's time. It's not. It doesn't live up to your expectations. So I was really excited does. for this trip that we had, and it lived up. Not only did it live up to my expectations, but it exceeded every single expectation that I had. Well, that's you know part of the planning process. I exactly. would say. Exactly. I guess so. My travel. I have a really good travel agent named Tom. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we've talked about this before because when we did Ireland, we booked that trip, and everybody in the beginning was kind of like, man. We're exhausted from, like, running all over the place. But at the end of the trip, it was like, but you've got to see everything. So you're tired. You can rest when you go home. Yeah. The same thing with this, the 24-hour breakaway vacation. You know, we flew into Toronto. And after we flew there, you know, it was like we can not plan and go to Toronto and just roam around the city or – we can cram in so much stuff in 24 hours that it's like you could be there for a week and do one thing every single day and at the end of the week say, eh, it was a good trip. Right, but, right. But in 24 hours, you cram everything. It's, it's we exhausting. Crammed it, we crammed it in our cram hole 
and we had fun doing it. Well, that was it. We, we planned it so well. We did. So why don't we get into a You Heard and then come back, talk about how you two can take advantage of Toronto in 24 hours. Sounds like a plan, Stan. All right. You heard? This week's You Heard comes to us from St. Nick and 149th. And I think it kind of fits into this whole cram it in your cram hole 24-hour breakaway trips. All right. We might have to start greasing up. How the hell does that go in? We're because, <laughs> because we crammed a lot into a really small time. <laughs> so we compartmentalized. We planned. We were like, okay, we're going to go to A point A to point B to point C. And like everything worked out like we started with the furthest point from our hotel. And then we ended up with the closest point to our hotel. So that by the end of the day when we were just like we're dying, we were like, hey, we're home for the night. Yeah. So we greased ourselves up and we made Toronto our bitch. What was that quote in context to? I don't know because they kept walking and I was like, should I follow them just to find out? And I said, no, because that's the beauty of you heard. Sometimes I have a little bit of context for us to think about it. And sometimes you just don't. Mm, Very true. So I hope they greased up for something good. (laughs) Can you describe the people that were getting greasy with it? (laughs) Honestly, I don't think I can because they were walking behind Mm. me. And by the time I turned around to see, because like you have to turn around when you hear somebody say something like that. Mm. They had already crossed the street, so I could only see their back. So I couldn't tell, you know, who they were or what any sort of anything was because they were already across the street. I got you. I got you. So that's this week's You Heard. Okay. So, back to Toronto, because getting greasy is not always, like, conducive to family entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) And we do not pride ourselves on being a family show, so really, who gives a shit? So, (laughs) we decided to go to Toronto maybe, what, two, three weeks ago? Like, it was a very kind of quick, quick planned, we had a quick conversation, and then we just booked it before we could, like let life kind of dictate anything which we do all the time we do and i feel like if you're an adult at this point in you know in what society is either you're the kind of person who you know does what we did and go on a lot of vacations and you know you're probably lucky enough not to have kids because of it because you (laughs) can break away and go do stuff or You're on the other spectrum where you're just like waiting for the bottom to fall out of everything and you're just like, I got to hold on to my money. For what? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And like, you know, I was raised by people who do that. Of course. You know, we took great vacations when I was a kid and then things just stopped as we got older. And that, you know, and and I would have loved to have gone on a vacation with my family like later on, like, but they became people that just didn't do that. And... You know, and I, and I don't ever want us to not enjoy life. Like, I think we're never going to be the 1%, you know, but I think we're going <laughs> to... think that, huh? Okay. I truly believe we'll never be the 1%. So it's like, you know what? Life is for the living. And I think that 
who cares? Like, we don't need to justify taking, like, a 24-hour trip to Toronto or wherever, you know, our compass points us to next. Well, that's it. And, and you know, the other thing is, is that you can't get too much flack for taking a 24-hour trip. Like, if you're broke and you take a week-long vacation and come back and complain that you're broke, no one's going to give a shit. They're going to look at you and be like, going, oh, my God, why'd you go on that vacation? Exactly. And for the next yeah. 10 years, you'll hear, hey, remember that time you when you were broke and you went on that vacation? Right, sure. It'll never, you'll never escape it. But a 24-hour, like, getaway, it's a blink of an eye. Nobody even realizes you were gone for 24 right, hours exactly, to, exactly. to go and come back. And, I mean, you could get a lot of stuff done in 24 hours. Right, and I feel like we did so much in the span of 24 hours, and, like, we really enjoyed it, but it wasn't like it was crazy. Like, yes, we were tired, but, like, we're always tired. But it was just, like, we were tired from just, like, doing and being excited and seeing new things. Right. Well, I mean, it was new to me. It wasn't new to you because you had been there before, but... Many times, I feel like. But, 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 and here's the thing, but going into this trip, because a lot of times, like, we've talked about our Jamaica trip, which Tom absolutely hates didn't hate it you hated it it. shut up no you don't even get to talk like a vacation for me all right go ahead you had fun he had fun i assure you he had fun but getting to the resort getting home it was a long day and it sucked being on the bus to the plane the plane because we flew on a shitty airline so our day was like 37 hours long but i love we didn't even have to mention spirit by name can i say that yes you just (laughs) know you just knew you were like oh you must have flown on spirit of course we did yes (laughs) which is why our (laughs) wonderful vacation was so cheap but the resort was great like i loved nothing more than just walking down onto the beach you know Know, but we were having a lot of health issues at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was just, you know, whatever. But I look back fondly on that because I'd never been anywhere like that before. Like, I, the, I've, the only beach I've ever been to was Jersey. So when you take somebody, <laughs> a Jersey-type girl... And to, Long Island. That's a Long real Island, beach, but, legit. Yeah, right, right. But, like, that was my first tropical vacation. So the next time you were like, we're going someplace cold. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I get to pick. Mm-hmm. We get to go to someplace cold. But, you know, this was just, like, you had, I'd never, even when we went to Ireland, like, there was a lot of pressure because we were going with the extended Uh, family. It was just, it was a lot of people close together for a really long time. There were little kids involved. Mm -hmm. It was just, you know, but it was beautiful. Like, I look back fondly on our trip trip to Ireland because it was the most incredibly planned. We did so many things. But I have never, because I generally am the one that gets like, yes, we're going to do this. Like, I get excited about things. I'm a Labrador retriever. You know, like, I get Mm. my tail wags for anything that, like, might be fun. And you're, you don't get like that. Like, you just, you're excited. You're just like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, we'll, we'll do it. You're, you're game for anything. But this was the first time that, like, you were like me. And you were just, like, talking about this in the weeks leading up to it. And you were just like, I can't wait to go. We're going to have so much fun. Oh, my God. And, like, you were never like that before. Well, number one, At as the heart we of spoke, <laughs> we were going to, you know, basically the Vatican of hockey. Right, Like, Toronto right, is, right. like, the holy mecca of <laughs> the sport. And you and I invest so many hours and tears and anger. Remotes. Absolutely. We have broken remotes all over the fucking house because yeah. of this goddamn team. <laughs> right. And I mean, you know, we love our New York Islanders. We do. And we, to this point, have not missed a single game in two years. 
like we have watched every single game that has been on TV. Right. And if we have the last two years. Right. And if we couldn't watch it, we were like looking it up. We were watching it like because I we'll get watch updates it the on next our day. Yeah, we watched it the next day. Like we're very obsessive about this team. Right. And it's rare that we watch it the next day. I would say it is maybe right. four we times usually, where we watch sure. it the next day in the last two years. Aside from that, we've seen every game live. So here we go. We have a situation where, you know, um, the Islanders were actually playing Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto. I have been there many times because of hockey tournaments. Yes. You know, when With my son used to play. Absolutely. And I was like, man, you would love Toronto because you had such a great reaction to Montreal mm-hmm. that I was like, you should really check out Toronto. But, like, who can complain about Canada? No, it there's is nothing such to a complain wonderful... about. I've been to Canada many times before with my family as a kid. And it's a beautiful place. The people are kind. It's just, it's great. Like, I had such a good time in the both recent trips that I've mm. been there. Well, so yeah. You I mean, offer me great. a trip to Canada? Let's do it. Now. For a trip to Canada, I mean, the important thing is is to plan it out so that you can get from one place to another quick enough, especially if you're going in the months of February, March, because it right. is cold. Right, absolutely. Cold. Although we acclimated pretty damn quick to the weather because we were used to Minnesota the last right. couple and of the, years. Honestly, so. like, I honestly think that like that trip to Minnesota that we took last year really like set the pace for us to go to cold weather environments because... Honestly, we were in. I was in Canada in November. I was in Canada in February, and nothing was as cold as Minnesota was. <laughs> like Minnesota was just like holy shit, freeze your tits off cold. True, but they iced the whole city down pretty much right. for you know for crash the ice. crashed yeah. ice. But but you're thinking like, oh my gosh, it's freezing, and it's like no, it's not. And the cool thing about Minis- about Canada and especially like you know this is in Montreal as well this was in Minnesota in part like especially when we were at the Mayo Clinic they do these underground walkways like they build up like these underground cities so that you don't even have to go outside so many places there's so many points of entry for you to go underground either take the tube or you know take just walk the concourse with shops and restaurants and things like that because they built underground so that nobody has to go outside if they don't have to right and you look at it and you're like going man there is a literal city under your there feet absolutely for is everything. yeah and yet we can't fix the subways to go from point right. a in to New point York, b right. and it's kind of right. like that's not a city. That's just a tube with a car in it. Like exactly. I don't understand what the holdup is. Like these people dug out underneath their city and built another city, basically. Exactly. And I mean, it's. But a just... good thing is the guy who used to run the Toronto, um, you know, transit company, is now running New York. So hopefully, maybe he brings some of that brains that went into building, you know, the 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 system in Toronto. Maybe he'll bring some of that brains to New York because Lord knows we need all the help we can get. I feel like everybody loses their brains when they come to New York. <laughs> exactly is really what happens, poor guy. But anyway, so but anyway. let's get to our points of interest. All right. So we luckily got to fly out of LaGuardia from our point from our apartment to here. It was an 18 minute trip. 18 minutes to Air Canada on a which Thursday was morning. Awesome. On a Thursday morning. Yep. Like just opposite of traffic, and we just got in, got out, and you know it's an it was I think like a little over almost an hour and a half flight there. Yes, we were a little bit delayed, a little bit delayed, a little bit delayed, but like you know they made up for it. Right, right. All right. Like okay, so where do we want to get into? Like what do we? All right, so we land, and we know the things that we have planned already. Mm -hmm. I would suggest anybody going out on a vacation like this. 
buy your tickets before time if you know you're going to be going to these places because you buy them online you could save yourself a lot of money right and you had a birthday so one of your the birthday present from your parents was a gift for us to go see two of the attractions that we had planned on seeing because I'd never been there so you were like I think you need to see the you need to see this and we need to do this so we both got these tickets do you want to start with that then um we could talk about checking why don't we say we land we go to the hotel first yes we get into the hotel now our hotel there are cheaper ways to do it to be sure yes that we we did see we we did see but then you know and we were going to stay at this one other hotel that was really really nice and much more reasonably priced than the omni king edward yes however once we saw pictures of the omni king edward we were both just like Wow. Which didn't even do the hotel justice. Like, you can't. Like, you cannot do... Like, this hotel is marble, and it's purple, and it's red, and it's, like, it's luxurious. It's just... It's where the queen stays when she visits? No, that's a different hotel. Oh, is it? Oh, it's the the King Edward Hotel that she stays in. No, we stand in the King Edward Hotel. She stays somewhere else. Oh, I thought she stayed in the original King Edward, and we didn't. All right. No. Well, then she didn't. Yeah. No, she doesn't. But she might. But thank she you for sh- correcting me and, and reprimanding me in I'm front of everybody that's listening to the show. That was great. That was, that's cool, too. Because I don't want you to give false information. We always give false information, know, though. So what's the matter experts. now? Right. But I don't want the queen staying at this hotel because this is my hotel. This is where the queen, Queen Nikki stays. You'll never be able to stay at that hotel again, probably, because of the Maybe price of it. Will. Maybe we will. And this is all about, like, time. Like, like again, you can make these trips cheaper, but we're talking about how much time can be, how much you can cram in time-wise. Right. So. But also, if you want to splurge, splurge for this hotel. Yeah, and get the suite. Get like the we suite. Did. We got a suite. We had a suite. Why not? We were there for 24 hours. Why the hell not? That's it. Our, Just so I, we have it. I think our suite costs more than our plane tickets there by the time it was all said and done. I dare say yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth It was worth every. every- penny it was it was gorgeous it was absolutely gorgeous yes so we get to the hotel we check in we drop off our bags literally i would say we were in the room for 10 minutes before it was like let's go we're on because you were so antsy because we were 18 minutes past our past our like we need to be at the hotel by this time and then we need to be at the aquarium ripley's aquarium of canada was our first stop Mm -hmm. and it was a quick simple train ride uh subway ride mm-hmm. to the um to the aquarium to like the w- area where the aquarium is mm-hmm. one stop away from the the hotel so we walk out and we are at ripley's aquarium of canada we already had our tickets purchased because they're they come in a package with the ca- with the aquarium as well as the cn tower because the aquarium is at the base of the cn tower which gives you this awesome view of the entire city mm-hmm. but we started out at the aquarium and i hadn't been to an aquarium in probably 20 odd years since high school mm. And this place was absolutely incredible. You know, we walk in, we're like, cool fish, neat, neat, neat. And then you get to like what I was most excited about, the dangerous waters. Mm-hmm. I know, go on. And there were sharks, like you go into the tube. So you're under, you're literally inside the tank, basically with these fish. And it's just like, you're walking through this tube, but not only do you, but you can walk through if you want, but you can also get on like almost like an escalator type. It's a moving sidewalk. It's a moving sidewalk, yeah. Yeah. And you just stand on it and it just guides you around the corners into the nooks and crannies of this dangerous waters where you've got stingrays and sharks and all sorts of fish and turtles swimming above you. And it's just like, oh my God, the colors were immaculate. The fish, like there were so many sharks. I was so excited. (laughs) 
Yeah, the first time we saw a shark, you were like, let's take a picture. And it, you made it seem like that was going to be the only, only shark, shark you were going to see. <laughs> and we were just trying so hard to get a picture. And the next thing you notice, moving sidewalks takes you around a turn. And there's nothing but sharks. And there's They're nothing. everywhere. We had so many shark pictures with sharks in the background. There's a lot of shark pictures available, of for sure. So, um, yes, yeah, so we go through the sharks. And after we come out the other end of the shark tunnel. I learned something new about Tom. I love jellyfish. Of all things. He hates the ocean, but he loves jellyfish. I like watching them. They're so trippy, man. They are very trippy, and especially the way that they have them, like, lit up. Like, they, the water changes colors. And you know how, like, a jellyfish is translucent. Yeah. So, like, you see it go from, like, purple to blue to hot pink. And they just, like, so watch cool and expand. Looking. Like, they just do that weird thing that they do, and they just float. Like, it's so ethereal like i we stood there for a good 20 minutes i think just like uh. easily easily and and we're lucky we did it when we did it because god knows if we would have like vaped up before going in there they might have been like excuse me sir ma'am we're closing now like you gotta move (laughs) along and we would have just been like get my pillow and blanket from you know the king edward on the hotel and uh just roll that bed right into this tube and we're gonna stay here tonight exactly that would be so awesome to just stare up at the fish just swimming over you. Yeah, that like, would have been it incredible. It was so cool. Like, it was a really, really cool aquarium, and I highly, highly recommend that you stop there. Right. So we leave the aquarium. Yep. Right outside in front of the aquarium is a rail museum, kind of like an outdoor rail museum type. Yes. Thing. There's, like, some Canadian uh, Pacific Railway trains. There's other sort of Canada trains. And then there's, like, an actual museum that's built into a roundhouse that just so happened to be there when I was snooping around the area on the map of – on Google Maps. I was just kind of, like, looking to see what's what. And I was like, um, there's a train museum across the street. But it's we not ju- even across the street. It's literally in the same complex right. as the but thing. It's, it's yes, so but it's set still up across perfectly. the street. Yes. yes. But it was really cool. And I, I, I'm a big rail fan. Like, I'm a nerd when it comes to trains and stuff. So it was really cool to get my picture taken in front of, like, the engines and everything. And we didn't go into the museum, but I think it's really cool. And I think, like, if we ever do go back to Toronto, like, we might take a spin through it. But we went from taking our pictures there right up to the CN Tower. And I mean, and Thursday was such a good time. I mean, the the aquarium had a lot of people in it, but it wasn't but like not, too, too not over. Like it was there were so many nooks and crannies to it that like you never felt like you were being rushed. And the cool thing about the about going through like the dangerous waters, the way that they have it set up is like you're on this moving sidewalk. So it moves you, meaning right. that you don't have to stand there behind somebody taking 37,000 pictures and 20 minutes of their own time. Like everybody gets like an eat, like you just, it moves it right along. And it was c- packed, but not like so much that like you couldn't walk around without being, you know, feeling annoyed or anything well, like that. Well, you wouldn't even have to move around. You just have to stand there for the most point. And- right, but I'm saying like through the other parts of like once you got off the track and true, everything like that true. and walked through the rest of it. I mean, it was a there steady was, crowd. There was people, but not like the a people weekend. that it we run be on into. A yeah. You know, like even here, you go to the Museum of Natural History any time of I day, hate going any to day it, of yeah. the week, and yeah. you can't move. Here, yeah. I mean, plenty of room. The design of it is done so well because it's all in one direction. So, as you know, it's not like you have people going back and forth and all over the place. Right, Everybody's right. just, the flow of traffic just goes. Yeah, it's designed really well. It, it's designed to move you along. And I right. think that's really, really cool. So we just go right to the CN Tower, which happens to be, you know, right above it. And <laughs> we just breeze through. And I mean, like, I highly recommend they call it the CN Sky, S-E-A, and Sky Package, where you get 
admission into both for the for like you know one decent fare yeah like one decent fare it was like i think it was like 58 dollars for both of them where they're both like 30 something a piece so i mean it was totally worth it to go so we just walked up you know we got into the elevator i was petrified (sighs) i was fine getting into the elevator and they were like telling us that you know the history of the building and stuff and as you're like zooming up you go like 50 miles an hour However, if you look down, there's glass, two glass panels on the floor of the elevator, and you see yourself zooming up Taking into off, the sky. Basically. Yes, and I was just like, oh my God, I couldn't even stop listening because, and I was just like holding on to you, and I like slammed myself up against the wall of the elevator because I was just like, which is glass, and you could see like out this. the whole way up, right? Too. Right, you could see out as you're like zooming up, and I was like, I don't like this, I don't like this, but I'm like, I'm inside, it's safe, 50, like billions of people do this all the time, and it's like, but still, when you're looking down and you see that sky, like, because you think glass. Like, you think how right. fragile, like, if I threw something through our window right now, it would break. So, like, when I think glass, I don't think that it's steep enough, you know, it's thick enough for an elephant to stand on. But it is, it which is they told thick, us. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy thick, the amount of glass. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you get up to the top, and, like, you're looking out. And I love doing this. You know, I did this in Montreal. We went to, like, an overlook. And it was really, really cool to, like, look down on the city. And, I mean, like, you could see... Like, you can't even see the shores of Lake Ontario, like the southern shore. Like, how big, like, it's so amazing how vast, like, a great lake is. I mean, it's not just a clever name, obviously. <laughs> but the water is so crystal clear. Like, it's almost like Jamaica water. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's not polluted. Right. So it goes a long way, you know. Right, absolutely. I mean, you don't realize how filthy the waters are. Until you go someplace where, it's, where not. it's not polluted. Right, exactly. And the thing that's really cool, especially as you're looking down on um, Toronto, is, you know, you have this beautiful color of the, the lake, which is like this, like, teal, bluish, like, think like Caribbean colored water almost. Mm-hmm. And all the skyscrapers, unintentionally, as our cab driver told us on our way to the airport the next day, was unintentional because all the buildings are like they play on these like they're like blues and greens and teals like design like the windows are teals and stuff like that so like it just plays into like the beauty of the lake which is just fantastic yeah and our question what we originally thought and this is why we had to ask the cab driver in the first place was you know it's state mandated that everybody has to use right. these particular materials right, because to make the city look so cohesive right and because the reason i asked was because when i went to montreal and we went to the tallest building in montreal buildings are not allowed to be over 51 stories because then they will be higher than the mountain and the mountain must it's like it's a law that the mountain must be the centerpiece of the city so that like you have this beautiful mountain rising up and then like the expanse of like the skyscrapers and stuff but no sit, no building can be higher than the nature, like than the skyscraper that nature provided. So I was like, oh, I wonder if this is like something because that's obviously something that's important to Canada, right? You know, but it wasn't. It was just like this is just what these people chose, which is really cool. Oh my god, and it looks just so calming. It really does, yeah. Because that color is just so. It's calming. so peaceful, right? Yeah. And we lucked out because Thursday was an absolutely incredible day. Like we yeah. could see. We could see from a hundred miles. We must be it must, must be a hundred miles. Must be a hundred miles from here. But we were able to look out on the city, 
And I was not brave enough to stand because when you get up to the certain, like to the one level, we went outside, we did go outside and it was very cold and I got very nervous, even though we were like, you know, completely safe because they have like meshing. So like, so that like you can't ever blow off. Yeah. Like you can't blow off because like you could barely even get through the revolving door because that's how like windy it was. And I like, I walked through the revolving door. I globbed onto you and I was like, okay, I'm good. And I like ran through the revolving door. But this is true. When you go inside again, they have a glass floor and people are just like laying all over it. And like, it's just a piece of glass stands between you and the city street, like however many, what, a mile below it said. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, nope, I made you take a picture so that you could lean over. Right. So like I made you lean over it for me. And I was like, no, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) And you see, that didn't bother me at all. Like, Like being up there in that glass thing did not bother me at all. It was, you know, when we went outside, the the cold I think bothered me more yeah. than the height. Because I was like, God damn, man! Like down down there in your jacket, it's not too bad. But once you get up once high, you get up and high, you don't have like the shelter of the buildings blocking the wind. Right, exactly. Because you're in cold. the tallest point in Toronto. Yep. So yeah, it was really it was creepy. Like it was really creepy. But I'm proud to say that on the way back down, I stared. I missed the whole city going past us through the elevator doors. <laughs> But I watched us, I made myself watch us like ride down. So, well, look at you. Look at me, brave. I'm brave. brave. (laughs) So, while we're up in the CN Tower, all we could think of was, goddamn, we're hungry. (laughs) Like, seriously. And it's not like we had a bird's eye view of any burger places or anything (laughs) like that. But so we get down to the bottom and then we started walking through Toronto from the CN Tower to Mm -hmm. the Air Canada Center. Which was the reason for our trip in the first place, because we really went there to go see the Islanders versus the Maple Leafs play. Right, right. And if you are going to go to Toronto, like I said before, Vatican City for hockey, go during the winter, pay what you have to, and go see a game, because... The energy was like nothing we had ever seen before. No, because Thursday night, and, the, and it was sold out, you know? Right, yeah. Like, it's a Thursday night. We, our team plays here in New York, it could be a... It could be a Saturday night, and the whole bottom section is exactly, pretty much empty yeah. in our arena. On a Thursday f- night in Canada, nope. We have <laughs> a very fickle fan base, and I mean, and we got to talk. We we started talking to the kids sitting next to us. And well, you did. I did. Yeah, because- I was like, I'm watching the game. <laughs> but we started talking to them because they were like, you know, talking about hockey and talking about our team and stuff like that. So we were just asking because they seem like they are so fan focused. Like the shit that they were giving away to their fans. I've never seen anything. We've been to tons of hockey games. I've been to tons of sporting events. I'd never seen anything like this. Like they now, we sat in the nosebleeds, yes, which is our natural habitat, and that's fine. I love it because we're there to see the game. Like I don't give a shit about anything else. When we go to see a game, I'm there to watch the game. But we were in a perfect spot. But to it was see yeah. Everything. We had such a great view, and they came up like the promotional staff came up into the nosebleeds to give our people stuff and like, not just not just you know snickle fritz oh here's a t-shirt they did like give away t-shirts player. they did do that but they gave away jerseys like real jerseys like real jerseys are jerseys. so expensive 200 bucks pop 300 bucks right. a pop these guys were just giving them out to fans exactly. and it was like are you kidding me yeah it's, it's insane and i was just like is this like and that's how i started the conversation with the kids next to us because i just said i had to say i'm like i have to ask i'm like is this normal Right. I'm like, is this a normal? He goes, yeah. He goes, I mean, like, he goes, they often come up here, but like, usually, like, they go down like the next level and like the bottom level.
level. Right. But he's like, but they do come up here. He goes like, it's just like their fan base is that manic. Yeah. You know, and I mean, like, it is, it was the coolest game I think I'd ever seen. Right. We lost in overtime, In of overtime, course. so we got a point, but we played a hell of a game against a really good team and, like, uh, one of the hottest players in the league right now. Right. Now, let's go back for one minute and talk about some of the giveaways. Jerseys, T-shirts, their 50-50 was over $20,000. Takeaway. Take home, yeah. That was that was your prize. If you bought a five dollar fifty fifty ticket, five dollars for three tickets, you win on one of your three five dollar tickets. You just came home with over twenty thousand dollars. Right? Like, are you kidding me? That's insane. And they gave away stuff between periods, like every hockey team does. Usually, t shirts and things mm-hmm. of that nature and stuff like that. Oh my god, yeah. But they had like a contest where this guy had to shoot a puck into a net. So he shot it from like a he shot it from like the first blue line, then he shot it from center ice, and then he thought that he was going to have to shoot it from the other blue line. And they were like, "No, you have if you shoot it from the other end." And they're like, "Okay, you get a free piece of pizza if you get it in the net from the first spot." Then the next one, everyone in your section gets a free slice. So everyone in your row gets a free piece of pizza for the first shot. shot. The second shot was the whole section. The third shot was everyone. In the goddamn arena, got yes. a free piece of pizza. If the guy makes the goal. If the guy made the goal, which he did. Of course he did. He's one- Canadian living in <laughs> Toronto. And like the, just as soon as he went on the ice, and they're like, if he gets it in and everybody gets free, everybody gets free pizza. I was already planning on what free slice I was going to get. Because I'm like a Canadian. I'm like, the dude's getting it in And it's goal. so There's funny no because doubt. like yesterday you shared a picture of like a rare footage of a Canadian being born. <laughs> and it's like this guy like coming out of like an ice covered lake in ice skates. <laughs> like he just, he's already wearing ice skates. And like he, first you see just like his head pop up and then the stick comes out. And then like he crawls out on the ice and hits a puck like straight across the pond. <laughs> and it was like so funny. So yeah. But still like that's a pretty big feat from one goal to the other so like everybody in the arena if you, the next day pizza. you went to pizza pizza and showed your receipt you got a free piece of pizza that's insane and he got not only that he got free pizza for a year he got Plus, free, yes he got like a signed jersey by like the entire team yeah. which you can't put a price on that if you're a no. fan of a team like that no especially way. like if you're a leafs fan because leafs nation is insane like that is humongous yeah i feel like he can just get austin, austin matthews to sign it and pay for his season tickets the right, following exactly. season yeah, with exactly. after it's all said and done. <laughs> exactly. Nosebleeds no more for that guy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But the the kids you were talking to were saying that, you know, they'll go around, they'll pick people out of the higher sections, mm-hmm. they'll move them down lower and stuff yeah. like that. Where and we live, they'll leave the bottom sections open. It looks ridiculous it looks horrible on, on TV. TV. It looks so <laughs> horrible. It looks absolutely horrible on TV. But like even when like, you know, after every game, they list, the, they name the stars of the game. Top three players yeah, every game. Yeah, the top three yep. players. And usually... You know, we've seen, you know, I, our team, for example, will come out and like they'll they'll throw a puck to like some of the crowd, like over the over the, the um, what do you call it? The glass, the, the glass yeah. over the glass for people. This they threw like commemorative sticks over the glass, like not they ones that they played, the but yeah. they were like a brown wooden, like almost like a wooden baseball bat. But just like that wooden, yeah. like a hockey puck. And it was like a commemorative like maple leaf stick i believe yeah. and i was just like did they just give a puck i'm like or did they just give a stick and the kid's like oh is he goes like it's not a game stick but like yeah it's like a full size stick that they just toss over the glass and it's just like are you kidding me 
Yeah, I mean it's like, cr- we get a hockey anymore? puck. You guys are giving out full hockey sticks. It's it's absolutely it's insane. It's insane. it's insane. Yeah. So that was a great, great, great experience. And I think if we had gone to any other arena, and I was wearing my team hat as I was because it was cold. It's a hockey game. Yeah. You would have gotten screamed at, like everybody. Like there was a guy who was wearing one of our players, like one of our classic historical players, one mm-hmm. of his jerseys. And this guy, like when we got a goal, like when we got ahead in the game, this guy turned around and said, "Like we just caught up to you, man." And then he like fist bumped. So it was like a Leafs fan like being really cool with somebody else. Any other arena we would go to in you know the United States would probably be like, "You fucking bitch, take that hat off!" Like, blah, blah, blah. oh, you're talking about Philly already. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to it. <laughs> but I think that, like, Canadians, for the most part, they they know hockey. Yeah, So it's do. like they appreciate it. And what's weird is, is that so many players now come from Canada mm-hmm. that, I mean, you know, you get to know the people in your town and stuff like that. These kids grew up, like, in Toronto and stuff. So many of them. I mean, right. it's a hotbed. That, like, when they leave and go to, like, other teams, you could just, you know that, they're still rooting for the players. Right, so it, right. you don't necessarily root for a team. You root for players for the most part. But their hearts are always going to be with their Leafs. Sure. Just like ours are always going to be with our Islanders. But when they make trades, it's kind of like we look at some of the players and we're like, oh, man, we wish we still had that guy. And we'd you know still right. cheer for him, just not when he's playing against us. <laughs> so, But Canadians take it one step further because they have representation on every team in the league. Right, exactly. So exactly. it's a lot easier for them to be knowledgeable about what happened. Sure, sure. So we leave the game that night, and again, we lost in a shootout. So we got our complete money's worth because we got the regular game. We got overtime. We got a shootout. Exactly. We lost, but we got a point at least, which put us into the playoffs for the moment. Let's see how long that lasts for. Then we leave, and we start walking back to our hotel when we came across a little treasure called Tim Hortons. Yes. Now we're familiar with Tim Hortons because we do have, you know, here in the city, like there's a few here. And Tyler, little Tyler Durden is technically Canadian with her love of the country. And and she loves her Tim Hortons. But my God, the coffee was ridiculously good. Yep. But it ain't nothing compared to the maple donuts. And I hate to be like, this is a quintessential, like, I guess this is like their Times Square. But my God, that maple donut was the best goddamn donut I ever had in my life. It is good. So much to the point where we bought a half dozen <laughs> back with us on the plane to eat for the next two days. Because... Do you have anything to declare? Six donuts, please. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I have a lot of donuts on me at the moment. So... We go to Tim Hortons, we go back to the hotel, we hang out there. But wait, if we're going to just touch uh, on food for uh, one all second. Right, all right. We had our first poutine, which is, I believe, a big religious experience for anyone <laughs> who comes to Canada for the first time and tries it. We had two different kinds of poutine, and I have to say, you need to try it. And anyone who might remember our show about crashed ice and, when the, and going to the Mayo Clinic, we love our cheese curds. Mm. So when you tell me that you're making that poutine is is essentially disco fries, which are cheese curds, French fries, and gravy, you had me at that. True that. And I suggest you try it every place that you go until you feel like you're turning into a cheese curd and then just stop. <laughs> well, that's the way to eat cheese curds. Just eat them until you eat feel nauseous. Eat them until you die. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Eat them until you turn into a cheese curd. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's how you eat cheese curds yes. just in general. So we get back to the hotel. We get back to the hotel. We take 
videos of the room and stuff like that, which we're going to wind up putting yes. online. I can't wait to show you because it's going to be awesome. Yep. I mean, it is was absolutely amazing. We had a hard time picking out what room to be in because it had like a living room. Then I had the bedroom. And it's kind of like, where do you want to hang out? What do you want to watch? What do you want to do? Because there's TVs in each of the rooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was gorgeous. And awesome night's sleep. We woke up the next day. Now we're over halfway done with our 24 hours. And what do we got to cram in for day number two? Coffee from Tim Hortons and another donut. Yes. And then church. Yep. Hockey Hall of Fame. Undoubtedly the best part of the trip, I think. It was incredible. Like up until that point, we were both like, I'm always like, I always love my food. But I think the game was like the high point for us on Thursday because we are diehard hockey fans. So it was really awesome being in that environment. But going to the Hockey Hall of Fame was just like, holy shit. Like I cried, of course, because I'm a big fat baby. I'm a blubber. But (laughs) you go in and I mean, like it is it was just incredible. And like especially because. I wasn't around when the Islanders were a Stanley Cup team. You remember that. I so, do remember that. Like, I never had. So, but seeing, like, you know, so I got in on the Islanders when they were kind of just like hard scrabble team that's still like clawing. We're always clawing. But to see so many things, so many, like, so much memorabilia of our team, like, we have a pretty important spot in history. We have a very important spot in history, being the old, the first team to, like, win four in a row, like, before our dynasty came before the Edmonton dynasty, which in a way is kind of a bum deal because, I mean, everybody remembers Gretzky because of it. But right. you can easily remember Bossy if there was of no course. Gretzky because he would have been the next one of course. to take, you know, that spot. Right, so you walk in and... I mean, it is so inexpensive to go to this museum. Like, oh, it was re- for for the experience that you get. Twenty bucks, maybe. Yeah, I think it was twenty bucks for two for you know each. It was twenty Spent bucks three an adult. Hours there. Yeah, and like you just wander around and like and the cool thing is, it's like, okay, you're like hockey, big deal. I don't care. But like, if you have someone in your family that's a hockey fan, you're not going to want to miss their faces when you go to this. But. You know, there's. it's just cool because it tells the history of the game and then it has, tells the history of, like, not just the NHL, but, like, its beginnings back in, like, the 1800s. It's, like, hockey across the the world. Like, every yeah. team. Like, there's, there's countries that you would never even think of that have a hockey team. And, like, they're all represented. And not only that, like, there's, again, like, nooks and crannies. There's a room that has, like, just the teams that have dynasties, which are four in a row, you know, so, or more, you know, but, like. Yeah, it's like, us, it's Edmonton. The Canadians. Canadians. And there's like, there's a couple other teams there too. Yeah. But But, I mean, legit. But still, like, it was like, you know, and you've got just like this, it's it's so awesome. And they have like replicas of like the Canadians dressing room, like back in the day with like the older skates and pads and stuff like that. And you could try on. on. There's, and then, like, not only that, it's just not, and it's not boring. Like, there's interactive stuff all over the place. And then you go into this like section and it's like playtime where you can actually (laughs) almost get on like an air, like, there's like a, like a life-size air hockey table, basically. And you could play goalie. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically like a batting cage. And shoot cage. out again. And shoot people out. with their real real shots. So they yeah. had like our John Tavares skating down the ice at one point. I think I have it on video. 
And then, like, there are these little slits in the screen. So it's he's videotaped coming towards you. Yeah. And then the puck will shoot out of one of the six spots. Right. And while you're in goal. And then you got to try to, like, make Stop the Stop him, yeah. But it's one of his signature shots that comes right. shooting out of the thing. And then they'll try a different shooter, and then his signature shot will come right. out. So if you're playing goalie, you're seeing what it would be like facing those shots. Right. And then you could take a shot against another goalie and, like, actually be on the, like, you know. and, and, on and the shooting side. And stay on the shooting side. And, like, there's... There's replicas of like stadiums and stuff like around so that you could actually be up in the stands watching people do this. And I mean, like it was really, really, really cool. So then you walk up these stairs into literally what looks like a cathedral. It's an old bank building, but just pretend because <laughs> what makes it even more what makes it so cathedral like is the fact that there's stained glass. There, there's like a stained glass ceiling. So even on the fact that it was like a rainy day, it was still just like this like you know ethereal glow from the stained glass and then you're like oh my gosh and you're looking around and you see these like every trophy every trophy every trophy and cabinets pieces of like the stanley cup that have been like stretched out like so that they're not round and then you just like and you're wandering among these panels and then all of a sudden just like Right there in the open. It's the fucking Stanley Cup. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I like just started to cry like as soon as I saw it because you had seen it. So of course, like you're this big strong man. But I'd never seen it in the flesh before. And it was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And you can just walk right up to it and touch it, which is something that fucking football fans and baseball fans cannot ever do. No. So, like, I got to touch the trophy that the Islanders held above their heads, the Penguins hold above their heads, everyone. Like, this is the trophy that these players hold above their heads and take for 24 hours home with them. Like, are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. It's awesome. <laughs> it's absolutely awesome. And to the point where, like, we got our picture taken with it, and then, like, you're able to take, like, your own pictures and stuff with it and stuff, and you're like, did you touch it? I'm like, no, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not touching that. And you're like, no, you get back up there and you touch where the Islanders' names are. So you yelled at me, and I went back up, and I ran my hand along with it, and I'm like, I'm sorry if I just jinxed our team. <laughs> what well, Our team is already jinxed. I know, Doesn't I make know. a difference. But it was like, I couldn't believe that, like, okay, like, I thought that we were, could put our arm around the base and stuff like that like we did but like i had no idea that like you were encouraged to touch it just like they do oh yeah and the, here's the strangest thing about it where the way they have it they have stairways on either side of it so you can go up and you know go up on and, either like, side control and touch it, it so you can't stay up there for five hours right. like but here's what it is it's one woman with a camera standing in front of it if you want to take your picture you can I was under the impression, like things here in the United States, since there's a person standing there with a camera, you if you want to go up there, you have to pay to have your picture taken with it, and that's how they make money. Right. Totally not the case. You don't need to like have the picture taken. You can walk up there with your own camera. You can stand next to the woman with the camera, and nobody's going to say anything to you because it's for the fans. Exactly. And that's why hockey is the best sport there is. And anybody who wants to fucking disagree with me, I will fight you on it. Because <laughs> you... Like, you think Tom Brady's going to let you touch anything that he gets from the NFL? You think that you're ever going to be able to hoist the Lombardi trophy above your head? The, no. Whatever they get for the World Cup or the World Series? No. You're never going to have access to that. The teams don't even get freaking access to that half the time. Yeah. So it's like, and not only that, like, but when they win, each player 
gets to take the cup home for 24 hours. Now, granted, you take it home with the cup handler. Right, which you have to because so many to. people screwed that thing up right, over the exactly. years. But, like, they get to take it home, whether home is here in Canada, in, you know... Finland, in Finland Iceland, like Germany, Russia, wherever. Wherever. <laughs> wherever. Like, you get 24 hours with this thing that you work so hard for. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody gets rewarded. <laughs> Everyone gets a trophy. Do you know who else gets rewarded? (laughs) Nikki gets rewarded because after we leave the Hockey Hall of Fame finally, (laughs) we wind up at one of my favorite restaurants in Toronto. I've been there every time I go to Toronto. I always stop off. Can't help it. And I think it's more the environment than it is the food. The food's good, but the The environment's amazing. Yeah, the environment's awesome. Which is the spaghetti factory. Spaghetti. And... Like, I was like, man, this is, like, the last thing that I want to take you to because this is, like, our little, like, you know, hockey adventure trip. And when Mm -hmm. you're done, nothing's better than pasta to carbo load after a (laughs) big game of walking around and touching the Stanley Cup. (laughs) So we go there, and it's such an awesome place. Old chandeliers and stained glass, like, Tiffany lamps, lights hanging down. And And you're like, I hope we get to sit in the train car. Which we did. Which we did. We didn't even have to ask. They just like let us up into it. I was like, they knew. They they know a rail fan when they see one. Yep, because it's like a train car built right in the middle of this factory where you could sit. There's this little wooden booth where you can just sit as a couple. Yeah. Almost like a confessional box. Yeah, it really was almost like a confessional box. And we had pasta and chocolate ice cream. It's so weird, man, like the combos. Yeah, and like because everything's included. It's almost like a prefix menu. Yeah. And so like you get like an appetizer or you get like super salad, you get a meal, you get dessert. And it was just like so good. I mean, the food scene in Toronto, you know, granted we were there for 24 hours, but we ate because I'm an eater and I get hungry every 10 minutes. So like the food scene is definitely amazing. Yep. And not expensive. No, no. And the prices were just very like, we can't get away with that here. And for for seamless, we can't even get away with like the prices that we had there. So, I mean, it was just an awesome, awesome time. And I feel like we we did it wasn't like we were so regimented and militant about our schedule but we were like these are the things we want to do and then like we were able to still wander and take pictures and see some sites and you know go into some stores and stuff like that so i mean like it was definitely like a really cool time yeah so and 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 here's the kicker you don't need a car in toronto which was great for us because living in the city we don't have a car so i mean we flew there took a cab from the airport to the hotel. Mm-hmm. From Pearson, yep. 20 minutes. 20 minutes tops, yeah. 20 minutes from, from there to the center of city. And, you know, and that's what started the trip off. 20 minutes, uh, a little, little bit longer on the way back because we hit rush hour yeah, traffic. Yeah, because it was rush hour, yeah. But, I mean, in the 24 hours, we crammed in, getting the room, going to the aquarium, going to the trolley car museum outside. Mm-hmm. The CN um, Tower. The CN Tower. A hockey game. A hockey game. The Hockey Hall of Fame and the Spaghetti, the spaghetti Factory. Because obviously that's a landmark that needs to be included. It is. It totally <laughs> is. Like you should totally just go in. I mean, they let you go around and take pictures. But I mean, you should see it because it's just so it's weird cool. looking. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's in a really cool part of town too where it's like this like industrial part of town that's kind of being built up. It's called the Esplanade. And it's just like – and you said it wasn't even like this the last time years that you were there. Ago. I've been there years Yeah, ago, now there's though. like brew pubs and like pubs yeah. in general and just like shops and everything. So it's a really cool part of town. And like the really neat thing is the stuff that we were interested in was literally – 
all all along the same section of town yeah. just a couple blocks i mean like i think they said from the hotel like we took the train the first day because we just wanted to get to the aquarium and because try the we train knew we too. had time <laughs> right and try the train but we knew that we had like some time that we, we were just like on a schedule because we had the game to get to right but you know, if we wanted to walk, it was it was twenty minutes from our hotel, the King Nom, the the King Edward Omni, which is just a block from the Hockey Hall, Hall of Fame. But it was like twenty minutes, a couple blocks away, to get to the CN Tower and the Aquarium, and then the Air Canada Center, which is where the Maple Leafs play, is in in between. Right in between, there. like maybe ten so, minutes from the hotel. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like we, there were tons of little restaurants that we walked into, and just you know, it was it's a really cool place to just kind of bum around too. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, I definitely, I loved this, and I'm really happy that this was like our first 24-hour breakaway. Yes, which there will be more of. There will be. But, you I'm going to hold you to that. You, you can. I mean, I think I feel like I could do a 24-hour vacation before the energy level just drops out completely. And you get what we had over the weekend, where it was just like, I'm going to sleep till 3 in the afternoon yeah. and, you know, <laughs> and you did, make and up it, for it. And it was funny because you did get bitchy on, like, on Friday night, like when we were waiting for our plane. And I was just like, oh, my God, he's being such a little bitch right now. And I'm like, because nice. he just wants to be home. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we missed Kona. So Absolutely. I missed my doggie. We did. We did. So um, do you want to go into a potsy, I think? I think we should. All right. Well, Canada, we love you. But it's Thank time to move everything. on. <laughs> Thank you for everything. So the big thing about being in Toronto is no Gatorade. There was some in a grocery store. Right. That we saw from like afar that was warm. But like in the coolers, in, you know, just like stores where you buy drinks and coolers and stuff like that. Like no Gatorade. They had vitamin water. Yeah. A lot of juice. A lot lot of juice. juice, Yeah. Water. Big on water. Mm Mm-hmm. Not even really that many soda selections. I mean, there was soda in the stores, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, it wasn't like here where there's like a million different kind of sodas. It was just like way more limited where it was, you know, a couple of different sodas, a lot of different waters, different kinds of juices. But the problem becomes when you are so reliant on two drinks, for me, Gatorade or coffee, Mm -hmm. and you take away one of them, it kind of screws everything up. And it's not that I wasn't offering you my water, which I always usually have on hand. I know. You were just like, no. Like, I had to f- practically force you to drink it on the plane. I had to force you to drink it when we got to the hotel. Not a fan of water. I understand that. I don't like it. So, you know, it was weird not being able to have that. And, you know, Gatorade's kind of important because it has, like, a higher sodium content. Mm-hmm, which helps with your pots. Which helps with the pots. So, I mean, I didn't have that for two days, which kind of was a bummer it was a yeah it was a little bit depleting for you but like you could have had vitamin water Mm. which i mean why would anyone want that (laughs) yeah you ain't kidding but i mean overall for the most part i think that you know adrenaline does have a lot to do with it because i mean even when i felt like oh i'm starting to get like a little bit weirded out a little you know what i mean there was something more stimulating that was kind of like get your mind off of this we're going on to something else right so i mean you know we crammed a lot in with little little you know drink i'd say 
For you, maybe. For me, maybe. <laughs> so, I mean, you didn't really drink that much either. But, I mean, you know, I think that is one of the concerns for next time. If you are one of the POTS people like myself who drinks something like Gatorade or I know a lot of people drink pickle juice and, you know, <laughs> I can't get... Yeah, I don't think you're going to get that in the store anywhere, really. Yeah, you're not that. <laughs> I mean, it's just something that you might want to think about taking with you somehow. Like, if you can if you can take your own drinks with you, it might not be a bad idea. Yeah. You know, because that's just one thing that you have to watch out from that aspect of it. Right. From, from right. It. Um, aside from that, I would say... You know, not really that bad. Low on energy for the most part, but when isn't that the case? Sure. Still got a lot in. You just got to like push through it. That's it, which we did. Yep. So, you know, a short potsy this week, but just a public service announcement that bring your drinks with you if you like something special when you're leaving the country because you might not get it there. There you go. That's it. So that's this week's show. That it is. That it is. Um, thank you for welcoming us home, everybody. It's great <laughs> to be back in the States again, eh? <laughs> uh, if you would like to learn more about our trip and see if you could schedule the same thing, which you can. You sure can. Check out our website at highregardshow.com. And of course, you can always write to us and ask us any questions you want about the trip or if you want help planning something and you're not sure where it is, ask us, man. We'd be glad to help you out. Um, our email address is highregardshow at gmail.com. And you could always find us on social media as High Regard Show. And if you're not already, you should be following Kona because she's goddamn cute. And she can be found at The Kona Persona on all social media outlets as well. There you have it. Another show in the books. Thank you, everybody, so much. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Yeah, and we will see you next week.